it under 100. Oh, welcome back to the Keep It Under 100 podcast. Your host, Dan Slater. I am here. My co-host, AJ, is also here. I am. How you doing? flesh. How you doing? Doing well. Probably a little bit better than you since you're recovering from Vegas. I am, at this point, possibly fully recovered. Possibly. My voice, not all the way back. Don't know how I lost my voice. It's not like I was running around yelling, but... It's dry dry air. Just four days of drinking and dry air, and that'll do that. Um, Vegas is just... It's an unreal place. Yeah. It's... Time stops there, kind of. Sure. And I shouldn't say time stops. You just lose, like... Time stops, but your body ages 16 times as fast, and your bank account dwindles 17 times as fast. At no point do you know what time of day it is, or... Oh, yeah. There's no clocks anywhere. No. It's just... it's They try and just avoid... That's why it's so dark in some of those casinos. Well, so bright, but no sunlight into any of those casinos because it's like they don't want you to know that the sun is now coming up and you need to get the, Go fuck, to bed. Get the fuck out of there yeah it's a goddamn it's a trap just a true true performance shout out to ryan who was gonna come on today but he had some shit to do and he might actually be dead him and jeff might actually be dead just a true epic performance from the whole the whole crew in vegas we love to see it we saw our buddy george is 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 a very slight guy. He's like, if he weighed 120, 40 pounds, I'd be I'd be surprised. He's I a feel real... like George weighs way more than one hundred forty pounds. My brother's friend George. Yeah, he's really skinny. That's all that matters. And I watched this guy eat about seven pounds of steak. It was it one of the most delicious. It was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. I could go for seven pounds of steak right now. We had a nice. Uh, it was a forty-four ounce ribeye, and they bring it out. Uh, already sliced, but they leave a little bit on the bone, and they hang the bone from a little rack. Mm. So it just like drips down onto the steak, and you got the little crusty salt on top. God, what you went to salt? You had Salt Bay make your steak. It was a. Uh, we went to Smith and Walensky's in okay. in the Venetian. It was phenomenal. But anyway, uh, well, I think by count only one person threw up, which I think is pretty impressive for twelve people. Because Rock wasn't there. Oh, that's true. Um, Stadium swim, just unreal time, especially on a college football Saturday. Looked um, great. Photos looked great. I was a little jealous. Hit hit big the first night, and then just... just as, I should have just left. I should have just <laughs> used that money, bought a ticket, and went home. Or somehow just left, brought no money with me anywhere. That's impossible to do. Yeah, it, I mean... Well, then you run the issue you mentioned where you're just taking money from people and Venmoing them. Correct. So, so what I was... T- I told you this before we started, but I, at one point I thought I was up. This is after three and a half days, but I thought I was still up, you know, 800 1000 bucks. And then I looked at my Venmo and you can just see random money sent yeah. out to some of the guys that are there. And it's like, oh, I borrowed 100 there. I borrowed 200 there. $200 at the Venetian for uh, right. a marker. And I, and I must say... That I don't think Black 24 exists on a single roulette board in Vegas. Never hit? Not once did I. I think I saw it one time on one board the entire weekend. Hmm. It means we gotta go back and hammer Black 24. I had two different dealers laughing at me because as soon as I got up and left, and then later I came back to that same table, they told me as soon as you got up and left, it hit. Hmm. And let's just say I was not, not sitting there for a short amount of time. <laughs> but anyway. Pain. Yeah, painful. On real time. Plus, we had a nice red eye. 
on the way home. That's the worst. I mean, it's it's a flight. So we had originally we had like a nine or nine thirty flight, and we were supposed to land directly in Detroit at I don't know three a.m. or something like that. Yeah. And then it slowly kept getting pushed back. Oh, it always happens. Now. And then we ended up a midnight flight out of Vegas with a layover in Atlanta. Oh, with a layover? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Not to mention that we land in LA at six thirty-five or something like that, and it's already ten minutes into boarding our flight. Yeah, that's so not we good. had a slight chance of just being stuck in Atlanta after being up for a literal day. That would suck. I mean, the Atlanta airport's not terrible. It's fine, but but we we were, we were in the same terminal, so it's not like we had to yeah. run to a shuttle or anything like that. Aaron and I looked at going to Vegas in February. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, about this flight." And like, when was a red eye home? I'm like, "There's." A red eye home's miserable. It's like flying west coast and east coast is is just god awful. Yeah, you lose so much time. Oh yeah, just not for me. And then of course, as soon as I get on the plane, so in Vegas, so this is a whole day. Obviously, I ended up having a couple beers. I wasn't even planning on drinking the last. It was Monday, day. right? This was Monday, Monday and yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. So I I get on the plane at midnight. Girl in front of me immediately reclines her seat all the way. They haven't even done the announcement. I would have choked her out. Not to mention she had long ass braids that fell through the crack of the seat and were just sitting on my leg. (laughs) (laughs) What is happening? Just rear naked chokehold that person (laughs) and then push their seat up. Just slam her head right against the window. Was it a full flight? It was a full flight. That's even worse. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, let's. But I saw something on Twitter today that was interesting. The Bills' new stadium is uh, in a rendering of it. Yeah. And someone tweeted back and was like, this is such a missed opportunity to not make the outside of their stadium look like a folding table. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to see the tweet when they, uh, Nashville, Tennessee, Tennessee Tigers. Oh, I saw that too. This looks like a top golf. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, Vegas was a great time. I'll go back when I've emotionally, physically, and financially recovered and so never. No, it's like I don't know, maybe a year. I don't okay. know. We gotta get uh, we gotta get some. We got some interesting friends that have not been to Vegas. That I think who hasn't be, been that will either not come back or they will die. Who hasn't been? Rock's never been. Short's never been. See, short though. He'd be back on the back no, on this. I feel like short six years ago would be a great person in Vegas. Yeah, not that he'd be a bad person. We in also Vegas, have to get. Uh, Frank, we got Frank, <clears throat> Frank and Kyle back in Vegas for, run, for round two. Oh God, that would be um, live from Vegas pod. All right, well let's let's just move right into state of the game then. Yeah, did you play? I played twice. Twice, okay. Yeah, snuck out on mm-hmm. Saturday <clears throat> at Saint Clair Shores with my uncle. Okay. Uh, wedges were god awful. Just still new wedges. Eighty yards in around the green, just didn't have the touch. Shot 90, went 48-42, so made some improvement. Okay. Driver was good, again. So, low low, low T driver has been a weapon. Second round with the new irons. Yep, second round with new irons. Irons, the issue I think at Shores, because my wedge has been pretty bad all year, is now I'm hitting driver and I'm like hitting it at least in play, in straight. Now I just have wedges in at Shores. So, so like your, I should, your bad wedge play is just exa- yeah, so exacerbated. I don't know if I should just take the driver out at Shores so I don't have to hit a wedge and I can hit like an 8 or a 9 iron in. And you I can just lay off with certain certain holes and hit the 3 wood or hit the hybrid. So fun in that. As, as someone who's brand new to hitting the driver okay and right. okay to well, 
I just want to use it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was a good round. Weather was nice. And for teeing off at 1 p.m., got through in about three hours, 45 minutes, which was a shock. Nice. For like a 75-degree day yeah. in the middle of October. I'll then played it. Stony Sunday morning. I played there once. It was not bad. Yeah, it was nice. better better than I thought for a metro park. Yeah, no, nice metro park course. Besides, tee boxes in 17 and 18 are just fucking atrocious. And there's some pretty cool finishing holes. Um, front nine. Just everything. Nothing went well. I think I shot like a 55. It was not good. Ugh. Like Off the tee was fine, but like everything else was just... You're going to have some ups and downs with the new air. Yeah, it's like it it's going to take some time. It was terrible. So then we decided... No one really played well besides Drew. I think Drew shot like a 43. And he had a couple bad holes. Yeah. So we decided to do two-man scramble on the back nine. Okay. Me and Drew versus uh, two of our buddies, the Ozello brothers. Okay. And just put the boots to them. Like, everything came together. We won six holes in a row. So we, we won the first three, and then we have two holes, and we just carried over. So the six holes were three. Yeah. Won that, so technically six up. And then we pressed our bet, and then we... Uh, they pressed. They pressed, sorry. Have... Uh, 16, have 17, and we lost 18 to go square. Hmm. We were two under going into 17, and we bogeyed 17 and 18 to finish even, me and Drew, with a three-putt bogey in 17, which was atrocious. So you got some work to do. Yeah, I, I would say so far a majority of the new uh, round, the new irons, majority of the time have been Are pretty well. Are you playing this weekend? Not yet. May try to sneak out. Got to work on Nashville. Yeah, going to Nashville in two weeks. In two, oh, that's right. Yeah, what do you... This weekend is for work. Oh, okay. End of the month stuff. Yeah, yeah. So... Well, I had a very different golf experience than you did this weekend. I played... Yeah. I played Wolf w- Creek. A different... Wolf Creek in Mesquite, Nevada. Oh, the weather is probably nicer It was for us. absolutely perfect. And we played Friday. Oh, okay, okay. Absolutely perfect. It was probably about 75 degrees. It was maybe 60 when we got there. But as soon as the sun came out, the wind stopped blowing, and it was absolutely perfect. Did you have to deal with a ton of wind out in that shit? Just a little, maybe early on, but nothing like... it. Was, there was nothing more than a half club out there. Like, okay. we weren't playing in a two-club winds or anything like that. So, Wolf Creek is interesting. The way I would describe it is ridiculous, but also awesome. I mean, some of the photos that you were sending and then videos, just intimidating tee shots. Yeah, it's it's definitely a course that you need to play multiple times to like understand some of the sight lines off the tee because you're hitting it and you're like, well, if I hit this, like I'm shooting this, it says this, but with the elevation, is that going to be too far? Yeah. Or is that going to be long enough to get over this corner or whatever? It's definitely a course where if you just aim to the fattest parts of the fairway and maybe have a little longer shot in, I think eventually you'd score better yeah um the sight lines are really tough there's not a lot of just hit this kind of straight and go find your ball in in the wide fairway like not a ton of wide fairways i hit i think i hit four four different clubs off the tee like on non-par threes okay so like i hit driver wood both hybrids driver both my woods and my hybrid okay like it, there's a lot of different shots out there. Um, the cart paths, absolutely absurd. Like, you, can't, I would advise you, if you go there, do not drink. 
And do not have anyone with you that is not a good driver or nor just drinks too much because it amazes me that no one dies. Like if they don't lose a person a day on those cart paths because there is no railing. There is, it's every single hole has a steep grade thing with yeah. bumps on the cart path. And every single hole, there's a place where you can die if you drive off in the wrong spot. So we wouldn't be having Slater Cup there? Absolutely not. We would lose maybe half the field to death <laughs> to death by cart path. It was absurd. Um, some it, overall, I enjoyed it. Like like I said, it's it's a lot of fun to play. Yeah, not the best like design course. It's truly like a like a tourist just spectacle. Like okay. it's like the if you just think of like Vegas, like Vegas is like just a city on cocaine and steroids yeah that's how i would describe the course like it's okay. just in your face the views are obviously if you check out our the pictures i posted on instagram and twitter at 100 underscore keep it under um would you play it again i would play it again okay it's it, it, more pricey than like the sand hollow that we played but it's a little bit closer and i would like to play it again to know what i know after the yeah. first time like um, I think it was 240 bucks. I'm not okay. sure if this is like peak season or not. I'm, it's probably closer to peak season than it is non-peak season. Right. But I, I would pay that again. It was it was enjoyable enough. It's just like a couple of holes. Like It, it kind of eases you in the first hole. There's a lot of desert around the course. Mm-hmm. So you don't see a lot of the course at like a lot of points. There's like a hole completely surrounded by rocks and desert. Then you like little drive next hole yeah it's like it's not really intertwined there's a lot of desert in between uh first hole just kind of eases you in it's a downhill reachable par five and there's water on the right desert on the left just hit Mm -hmm. it hit in the middle and hit the green the rest of the front nine i didn't enjoy quite as much i really enjoyed the back nine specifically like a stretch like 10 through 15 that was the front not enjoying the front nine like a part of just not knowing what's going on with this course. Some of it is that. Like, some, if you played it again, do you think you'd enjoy the front nine more? Or you just... No, I think I I think I think just liked the layout better on the back. Like, number three, for instance. Number one was fine. Number two is a weird hole because it's one of the higher points on the course. Mm-hmm. And you're hitting to a right-to-left kind of diagonal fairway. And you just have no idea the angle to take and what club to hit. So, like, Ryan and I both hit driver and absolutely smoked it, like, dead straight. And we both flew all the way through the fairway into the shit. Mm. Which, Did you find your ball? No. Some. I mean, some of that's on us, but it's yeah. it's just it's just a weird hole. Like it, it's a really long par four where you basically have to lay back to make sure you don't hit it through the fairway. Yeah. Um, number three was the stupidest hole on the course. All uphill, blind par three, 170 yards. You can't see any of the putting surface. The only thing you could see was the very top of the flag. Okay. That's all you can see. Just stupid. Uh, number seven was okay. To, I don't mind a hole like this on a golf course. I don't hate the hole in general. But it was like a 270-yard par four with a huge like canyon slash lake right in front of the green. In front of the green? Right. So you either have to hit it like 100. Either crush it. You either over. have to hit it like 180 to lay up to like somewhere in the 100-yard range. Or you have to carry it like... 245 260 to get it over the canyon they try to go for it no i just hit a little 
knockdown hybrid and then hit a wedge to like 20 feet. Nice. So what'd you shoot overall on the front? On the front? I don't know what I shot on the front. And ended up shooting 80. Ryan actually shot 78 and beat me. So nice. Ryan's only beaten me twice in our golfing careers together. And both of them are in this mountain time zone. So he beat me in uh, Utah at Sand Hollow. I feel like you golfed terrible at Sand Hollow, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I played real bad. He beat me there, and then he beat me at Wolf Creek. Maybe don't, I really maybe don't golf in the desert. Yeah. I mean, I really putted just poorly. I made nothing. I missed like a four-foot birdie putt on 17 Ooh. to get us within... To get us within a stroke going to 18. Missed a couple other short ones, but favorite hole on the course though was number 12. It's kind of a diagonal right to left par five, a long one. Downhill, water on the left, but kind of huge fairway off to the right. You're basically hitting directly at the mountains. Okay. But you just smoke it out there and it goes way downhill. I hit a good one, hit a great three wood, went for the green, ended up maybe. 20 yards short, hit a nice saucy chip with maybe too much sauce on it, mm. and then had a nice Gism. had a nice three putt from about 20 feet. Ooh. So that was fun. 18 was just meh. Nothing, Nothing special, special. About 18. The two par fives on the back were awesome. Number 12 and number 17. Number 17, again, way downhill tee shot. Then you go over a tiny little creek, and then there's a layup section. But if you hit a good enough drive... You can go at the green, but you you have to play it like along the mountains. Like you can see the edge of the green, but you have to go like over some trees and over the edge of the mountains to hit it onto the green. Otherwise, okay. you have to lay up to like eighty yards. It was it was a cool hole. Um, so yeah, I recommend it. Played okay, didn't putt well. Be better. What are you gonna do? Moving on. Uh, <laughs> the CJ Cup. CJ. Okay, can I just... I have a bone to pick with the PGA. Okay. The coverage has been awful the last three weeks. I know it's like the I, start we, of the season. We already talked about this. They're, it's get, so they, fucking they're, bad. They're throwing their hands up because they don't want to compete against the NFL. It's like they're asking sponsors, like, hey, we're not going to take all your money here because it doesn't matter. If we know, show six hours or three hours, we're not beating the NFL. They show like three hours. I know. It's fucking day. miserable. It is. Like Thursday and Friday when I just want to like work and watch golf, I can't because there's no fucking PGA yeah. Tour Live or anything. Well, I didn't watch a second of this tournament. But you're in I was, Vegas. I well, I didn't either because I was golfing both days. Right. But like, and the coverage is butt cheeks. Yeah. So Rory wins. He defends. Hey. So two different. Winner, um, winner, plus 650. Two different uh, courses for the CJ Cup. Yep. And Rory also defended the RBC this year. So he's this from Justin Ray. He's the first to defend two different PGA Tour wins since Tiger in 07. And just for <laughs> to add to that, Tiger did that six in six different years. He did it three times. So this is defending the same tournament in back-to-back years. Yeah. He did it three times in 2000, three times in 01, twice in 02, twice in 03. He did it five times in 06. And he did it four times in 07. I mean, it's insane. But although I feel like, I think a stat I just saw is he finished top three in like 52% of his tournaments in the 2000s. 
Yeah. In 2000, 2010. That's ridiculous. Which is, well, if you, even if you look at just his wins in the 2000s, I think yeah. he won like 10% or something like that. It's incredible. No, it's more than that. I think, I think it's, it's like, like 20. 23 or 30. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. But uh, Rory's kind of hitting his stride at maybe the wrong time, you might think. Just because it's kind of the end of the season, and we're how many Don't months? How many months away? How I mean, many months away from the most, Masters? Most like, people are going to be off for the next two months. Yeah, until January. And I bet you, if you've asked, until asked the him, American Express probably in La Quinta, which is like yeah. December. Well, we got the elevated events next year, so I'm pretty sure you'll see everybody at the tournament champions. Yeah, I um, you're right. But if you asked him, I'm sure he'd rather be peaking in April than than now. But anyway. He, again, he's always known for his drives, but uh, I was looking, at, looking at stats of his some of his longest drives on the week. So, uh, Nolang Up had a tweet that was, Rory's fastest ball speed going into COVID in 2020 was 184.6. That was his fastest ball speed. His average right now is 185.8. So if you if you look if you look back at his average from 2020, he's almost eight miles an hour faster in average this year than 2020. That's crazy. And he doesn't. It's not like he's super erratic either. With it. he's not like no, the Shambo where could end driver. up like wherever. He's been better with the with the wedges though. That's really the key. I need he's to talk jump. To him. <laughs> you need a, you need, more. I need I need to get in Rory's DMs. I don't know if Rory can help you. <laughs> He's just going to say, just be more athletic and be better. <laughs> I don't think it's about athletic. Have better wedge. Have better feel. It's the new ones. The cavity back wedges. Um, back So they played Congaree in South Carolina, and I believe they're going back to Asia next year. So that'll be interesting. I think at some point, they, I would hope that they would make this or one of the other Asian events like elevated just to yeah. make it more of a world tour. It's just such thing. a... It's such a tough travel yeah. for yeah for everyone. I mean, because like CJ Cup was what in South Carolina. Yeah, this time it was. this time. Yeah. So you had some of the field coming from from the Zozo. From the but, Zozo, but that's what I'm saying. Just, you could rotate between having either the yeah, Zozo yeah. or the CJ Cup elevated in Asia. Correct. You know, get everybody over there for a week or maybe two weeks. Yeah. Um. That was interesting. I don't. I, so you don't watch any of it? it no, I mean it was on at the worst times. Okay. I, mean, I think I would, cover. I think coverage one where it was three to five thirty. I mean, from what I read, it sounded like Congaree was sweet. It was playing firm and fast. Just. Like, I mean, the leaderboard. I mean, it was a, it was a great leaderboard. If right. you, I mean, rounding out the top ten, John Rahm, Fleetwood both tied for fourth. Sam Burns, Horschel, Jason Day, Tom Kim. Like you had, you had a fun leaderboard. To yeah. look at. True. And to watch, you should not really just look at the leaderboard. Ricky Fowler. He was better at towards the end of Saturday and Sunday. Oh, God. T34. That guy could not putt to save his life. Yep, I got something on that. Hold on. His putt, his putting on Thursday was awful. This might have been Thursday. So this is this from Ricky Fowler Tracker. Yeah. This is to sum up how bad his putting was. Uh... Five misses within six feet, three misses within four feet, four putted once, and three putted twice. Yes, that was Thursday. Woof. And then, like, he had a strong, uh, I want to say strong Friday. Yeah. But even, like, his Friday, he could have been three or four shots better if he could just make a fucking putt. True. 
But at least he seems to be more consistent with the new irons. Time will tell. He's we'll got see. he's got a good few months to do some work with Butch and then yeah. see how he comes out beginning of next year. Um, in my opinion, there is no golf on this week. I will not be. Oh, you watching the? I will the, not be watching the Butterfield. The Butterbean. I saw that. I forgot there was golf on the day. I got like a, an alert on ESPN like the Butterfield Bermuda. Golf. Yeah. What the so fuck I, is so this? So I have no picks in that, and I have absolutely no interest in the Live Team event. At, I don't even know at Trump Doral. Butterfield. Butterfield Bermuda, Bermuda Championship. I feel like we could play in that. In so, in terms of like, I mean the leaderboard. Harry Higgs T eight. Oh, like that. We, Grayson Sig. I thought Grayson Sig was on live. No. Huh. Maybe he got booted. No, he, he wouldn't get booted and they wouldn't let so, him. So, speaking of live, just in their continued debauchery and our efforts to not let sports, sports washing win, um, Brooks Kepka talking about team golf again, is can this guy contradict himself? anymore he said something about the team event paid to say it the team events really get me going i haven't really had that since college when two years ago this is the same maybe three years ago this is the same guy that just talked about how this is an individual sport i just got to go do my own thing i don't think anybody can be like went from the ultimate competitor to in murdering people in majors to now he's just a sap for for live in this team golf Anyway, the the format looks kind of interesting, but also dumb. It's like the teams. So there's, I think, four teams get a got a buy, and then there's like four team matchups where three points per round, where it's like two singles matches and then a alternate shot match, and each of those three matches is worth a point. Hmm. And then um, whoever wins those matches moves on to play the people that had a buy. And then I think the final round is 18 holes stroke play, but all the scores on your team count. So don't whichever care. team goes lowest. Not going to watch it. Don't give a shit. Not going to watch it. I'm, I bet nobody's going to watch it. Um, and then last week we talked about the comments about, the, what's his name, Majed Al Soror, who talked oh, yeah. who talked about um, making his own, making his own majors. Yep. And then he came out after that and saying, I had a casual conversation with a New Yorker reporter at Lives Boston event a few weeks ago during which I expressed my frustrations, blah, blah, blah. Basically trying to backtrack and saying the majors are all about history, blah, blah, blah. Wrongfully expressed and misrepresented. And I can't remember who it was. It might have been Sean Zach or, um, I don't know, someone in golf media had a reply tweet to that and it was basically like oh yeah from all the casual conversations people have with reporters from the new yorker <laughs> those are all protected conversations yeah real casual yeah anyway um so do we want to do do we want to do our random topic of the day or do we want to do football well let's do football last yeah the random topic okay so with this being rivalry week in our deck, deck of, of the woods league. michigan yeah. michigan state you, you called our deck of the woods Dick of the deck of the woods. It's neck of the woods. Our deck of the woods. No, our neck of the woods. Are you sure? I am one thousand percent sure. Look, look it up right now. It is neck of the woods? No one. You. I've thought, never heard that before. It means a particular area or locality. Deck of the woods. Literally never heard neck of the woods. 
Who says deck of the woods? I mean, people. What people? You people? Or maybe they weren't saying that and I just misunderstood them for 36 years. Yeah, I guess so. We have learned something new every day. Anyway, we decided to attack, list rivalries, the best rivalries. Last year we did like best sports rivalries yep. of all time. Best movie or show rivalries. And you go a lot of different ways with this. Doesn't, oh. doesn't have to be sports, but I got a lot of good ones. All right. All right, I'll kick us off with a couple. Um, Let's see if we have any crossover here. Actually, I'm gonna hang. On. I'm gonna mark off what I think are like the goats, and then I got some funny ones. Okay. Uh, Austin Powers versus Doctor Evil. Yeah, it's a good one. That's a great one, actually. I love Austin Powers. All three of those movies are just oh yeah, hilarious. Oh yeah, I could watch them anytime. Uh, Jonathan Moxon versus Coach Kilmer from Friday Night Lights. Ain't <laughs> Friday Night Lights? Not the TV show. The movie. Oh no. Yes. Oh, okay. Moxon. Sorry, not Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I was like, um, Moxon is uh, Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues, that's what I mean. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Varsity Blues. Jonathan Moxon, the backup QB yeah, yeah. versus Coach Kilmer. Okay. Uh, Top notch. Um, here we go. Katie, or uh, Lindsay Lohan's character, versus Re- Regina George in The Mean Girls. Yeah. Quality. That is, I mean, Mean Girls is a just great movie. Another speaking of great movies, John Wick versus Anonymous Henchman. In, yeah, it's John, the Wick John Wick versus anyone who wrongs his dog. Correct. Those are like my lower tier ones, and I got a couple more. Okay, I'm I'm gonna go. It's it's a rivalry that's kind of that turns into like a a blossoming friendship. Okay. Gary Bertier and Julius Campbell in Remember the Titans. Oh, I was gonna go Remember the Titans. I couldn't think of. Who's the racist coach in that movie who they beat? And he throws oh, the banana to him. Damn it. That guy's not even in the I was going to do Boone, the coach. Yeah, coach. Okay. Denzel, but that was a, that's a good one, too. Um, Just a classic from our childhood. Yeah. A couple good. These are more TV shows. Tom and Jerry. Okay. And, and Bugs Money and Elmer Fudd. Yep. Top notch. Um, I didn't even think of cartoons. Damn it. Yeah. Another this cartoon movie, uh, Buzz Lightyear and Woody. Their rivals at the start, kind of. That's toy. true. Like, those are, like, those are more like little kid, like the Mufasa and Scar. Mufasa and Scar. and Scar. I just I watched The Lion King the other day too. Lion King's a quality movie. Rick's daughter. We we're trying to watch football on Sunday, like the four o'clock game. Yeah. I got downstairs and she's like, "Uncle AJ, Lion King." I'm like, "I guess we're fucking watching Lion King." So that's, I watched Lion King for a bit. That's great. Um, I guess we're gonna get more of like my personal favorites. Okay. Love me a good Harry Potter, Draco Malfoy. Oh, jeez. I'm a huge Harry Potter guy. Love yeah. that show. I didn't even know love that. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Harry I didn't know Potter. that about you. Love Harry Potter. Um, Alien vs. Predator. That's... Yeah. They are definitely rivals. There's like four Alien vs. Predator movies. Is there? Yeah. There are four Alien vs. Predator. Are you sure? Yeah, there are at least at least three. I, I couldn't... What's Sigourney Weaver's character in Aliens? I was uh, gonna say her versus alien. Yeah, that that's a I mean that's a good one. Her versus alien, yeah. Um I mean you probably have to have this one, so I'll just say it. Rocky and Apollo Creed. Yeah, that was on my list. Yep. That's like have you seen the trailer for the Creed Two? Oh or Creed, Creed 3? Three. It looks amazing. It looks awesome. Looks great. What's his name? Uh what's that guy's name? John The actor? Yeah, what's his name? I forget. He's he's great. He's awesome. 
That's gonna be a good movie. He's gonna make a lot of money in the next ten years. He's in the next. He's gonna be the next big bad guy in the Avenger movies. Yeah, and he's playing this guy who's basically like a reincarnation of Clover Lang. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's basically the same thing. And then, uh, yeah, I go Freddy versus Jason. What? These are knock. No, these are knockoffs of horror movies. Freddy vs. Jason was one movie. That's it. But they're still like rivals in the sense of like you have two fan bases that like one loves that okay, person more. Okay. Than the other one, like that. So what about Michael? Oh, Michael Myers versus uh, what's her name? Oh, um, I heard the new one sucked. Oh, it's so bad. You saw it? Oh yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it's like I, I'd rather just watch myself poop. I mean, it's so bad. Interesting. The last seven minutes are good. That's about it. Okay. Anyway, you basically um, say that the first seven minutes are good about my sex life. Okay, seven minutes is a lot, but all right. <laughs> I got a couple more. What do you got? I those, that's pretty much my okay. my go to. So I got three more. Right. Uh, big big ones. time movies. So uh, I'm towards the top of my list. Bruce Willis versus the Asteroid from Armageddon. Okay. Um. Probably number two on my list, the Sheriff versus Jaws. Okay, <laughs> the Sheriff versus Jaws. Yeah. And then pick any of the three movies because the rivalries are amazing. So you can do like Gordon Bombay versus Coach Riley, or the Ducks versus the Hawks, okay, or Team USA versus Iceland, or oh. the JV versus the Varsity. Uh-huh. In any of the Mighty Ducks movies. On the same lines, Little Giants. Oh shit! Versus the Cowboys. Yeah, the Giants and the That's Cowboys. The the brothers. That what are a... their names in that? The brothers' names. In Little Giants. Yeah. The brothers. Oh, the coaches. Oh, oh, man. Rick Moranis and yeah, Ed O'Neill. What the yeah. hell are their names? Anyways. It's, They're that, standing around, butts. Yeah, that's that's a great rivalry. That's so good. Um, I mean, if we're going to go golf, you got to go Happy Gilmore and Shooter McGavin. Oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't think of that. <laughs> that's fucked up. Or uh, Roy McAvoy versus uh, whatever that guy's name is in, yeah. in Tin Cup. Oh, that's good stuff. I didn't even. Think I mean, there are a ton. Like, there's so many that we're missing, but there are a ton. Like you could do uh what's the bad Transformers name? Optimus Prime versus that guy, Megatron. Megatron. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I'm sure. Hopefully, if you guys got ideas, feel free to email or message us of any big ones that we missed and call us out for that. So there are uh, probably a ton. Yeah. Okay. Well, moving on. Uh, before we get into the rivalry, this is uh, our last day. Until November 23rd without football. Yeah, 27 straight days. 27 straight days. And then before we get into football, just a crazy stat that I saw. What, uh, Phil Kessel broke the record in the NHL. Yeah, 990 for Most consecutive straight. games played. That's insane. And he scored his 400th goal. He had that's, testicular cancer as a rookie and had to miss 11 games for surgery. That's insane. And I'm pretty sure those are like the only 11 games he missed. That's just crazy. I mean, if you look at that guy, or if you saw him and you didn't know who he was, you'd be like, "This guy." Well, he's on another list too. It's like most, most like active points leaders or something like that. He's definitely up there. He's four hundred goals and yeah, I think he has a thousand points. I saw someone reply to that that tweet as well. Do who they had the list of all the point scores? Yeah, and Ovechkin is like two hundred and sixty or two hundred and seventy above Crosby. And someone's yeah, like, I don't want to hear these two 
talked about together anymore. Because well, Crosby, Crosby missed do, three seasons. Crosby could do 50 goals the next five years and still not pass. He's, a, he's ahead of him in goals. I think they're pretty close in, in overall points, though, of Etchkin and Crosby. Confirm that. I will right now. But anyway, not a big hockey fan, but I just still thought that was impressive. Yeah, uh, so. Was, yeah, okay. The, you must have been looking at goals because Sidney Crosby has four more points in Ovechkin total. Okay, so it was goals then. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's talk about Michigan, Michigan State. Big week. Big it week. It is a very big week. So just the, the line right now is between 22.5 and 23 for Michigan, depending on uh, what book you're at. Over-under is at 54.5. Um some uh, so saw this from Justin Thind on Twitter. The Drake album comes out on Friday. Mm, that should be a good one. MSU is <laughs> MSU is ten and zero in their first games after Drake albums come out. Really? <laughs> okay. Uh, Michi- uh, Hammer Michigan State plus twelve hundred. Michigan State is ten and four against Michigan since the little brother comment. Yeah, Mike Hart so, really fucked everyone by rushing the ball fifty five times and well. Mike D'Antonio was also a really good coach, and it's true. That's the the jury's still out on uh, on Tuck coming. We'll see if he is. Hey, Tuck's coming. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, so just where these teams sit as of right now, and obviously these are skewed, skewed a little bit because Michigan played nobody the first four games, but Michigan's fifth in yards per game. Uh, MSU is in the bottom twenty. On this is on defense. Sorry, uh, versus the pass, Michigan's fifth. They're actually fifth against the run and the pass. Um, Michigan's Michigan State's middle of the road against the run, bottom bottom tier against uh, against the pass. Their secondary is depleted with injuries, but they still suck. <laughs> the uh, points per game, Michigan's defense is third. Michigan State's middle of the pack at like twenty seven point one. Um, on offense, Michigan obviously has a top ten rush offense. MSU is actually bottom fifteen. They're both middle of the pack in uh, in passing. Michigan State's offensive line has been a goddamn disappointment this year, which is the opposite of what I would say about Michigan's defensive line. Who yeah, I would 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 have thought would have had a hard time replacing both Ajabo and Hutchinson, but they They've look like well. they got some some really good young guys. So where you? Uh, where you net out on this? Oh, also looking at scores and odds. Um, Michigan State seventy one percent of the bets, ninety percent of the money. Jeez. So nationally, people just jumping all over the rivalry uh, game. Well, Michigan. I am in my picks. I am taking Michigan State plus twenty three. <clears throat> I mean, it's just so many points. It's a lot of points. And Michigan State is away. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it does factor into it, but I mean, these games are always close. Like I, I decided yeah, to think like the COVID year was the last like yeah big blowout and was that like forty to sixteen or something like that something like that so twenty three points and I'm not expecting Michigan State to win yeah I'll be cheering for them to win uh, I will have talk, to I will talk so much shit if they win well, like last year you're in a you're in a win you're in a win you're in a win only situation like yeah. They already suck. They're already like their season's disaster already. But if they somehow pull this off, then Tuck just all of a sudden becomes a hero. He becomes Hobbs Daddy if he wins this. That's true. 
I, I, I don't do, think I do not to. see that happening. I'm not no, betting this game because I don't want to put any mojo on it. <laughs> but I hope they run for a thousand yards, and we're. I think we're gonna know pretty early whether or not, like, because if they're giving up seven, eight, nine yard chunks like early in this game, I think it's gonna get ugly. Yeah, and I hope it gets incredibly ugly. Like, but like forty-two nothing, Michigan State. That'd be yeah. What would if that happens? Michigan State just about How is that going to happen? How? Turnovers. Which Michigan has, what, like two on the season? Yeah. They're due. Yeah, okay. If anything, I'd probably take the over in this game. If I were to bet it. Just because I think State's going to have to throw at some point. They do have good receivers. Hopefully Peyton Thorne's head is out of his ass. I hope it gets put, like, through his ass and it comes back out of his neck hole. Oh, we get Noah Kim in? That'd be sick. Love me some Noah Kim. That's a bad sign that you don't like your starting quarterback. The guy can't... The guy's so inaccurate lately. He was good last year. He was. He was really good last year. I would just like to say, like, they beat Wisconsin two weeks ago, Michigan State. Yeah. I don't know if I talked about this last week. I don't think we did. I... the if Watching that last minute of the fourth quarter... And overtime almost gave me an aneurysm. <laughs> the play calling was... I thought Dave Warner was back. Dave Warner with a nice tight end around. Oh, and like I know we scored on the like reverse pass, whatever we threw. Yeah. That play needs to be ejected from the playbook. <laughs> Just, oh, God. I don't know. It's it's I'm, weird. I'm like, usually I'm... In which I, This could be actually a bad sign because usually I'm like incredibly nervous going into this game because, like you said, it's always tight. Yeah. State always plays up. I feel like it's usually their best game of the year. I, I just don't feel that this year. Okay. I feel like if Michigan does what they're supposed to do, they should win this game by 30 points easily. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, uh, moving on. So, a couple of things before we get into picks. But Russell Wilson is a jackaloon. <laughs> this guy is insane. Him and Aaron Rodgers were smoking something in the offseason. So he was talk he was talking to reporters about his flight to London. Yeah, he was doing like up downs in the plane. Yeah, and like doing knee highs like through the aisle while everybody was sleeping. I just find it really weird that he's got such a big smile on his face while he's telling reporters that he doesn't get jet lag. And he's basically like saying, Oh yeah, all my teammates were sleeping and I was doing knee ups in the like he just loves him some Russell Wilson. Loves himself from he Russell Wilson. Is so weird. <laughs> and I think our buddy Frank told us it's fake, but... Oh, the pooping thing? Yeah, there was a quote yeah. out there about how he's like trying to minimize yeah, weight. Minimize, minimize waste, waste. And his diet is so optimal that he's trying to only poop like three times a yeah. week. But it, like it, that's the point we're at, is it wouldn't surprise anyone if he actually said that. Like when I read that, I was thinking, like, is there a way to actually do that? Probably not. I drink no. too much beer. Didn't he? Di- didn't he say something a couple of weeks ago when he hurt his shoulder, his hamstring? Wolverine blood? Yeah, he's like, I just heal incredibly quickly. It must be the Wolverine blood. Like, I think he means that like X Men Wolverine. How he's got like he just heals fast. Yeah, that's a he's a. Oh God, he's so right. annoying. Um, you just had. I feel like you like to bring up topics that piss you off. That's why I had to talk about because it, it pissed me off because it's so <laughs> annoying. Uh, this doesn't piss me off. It's just hilarious at this point. But Matt Ryan is now benched. Yeah, so Matt Ryan is benched. <laughs> Baker Mayfield's been hurt, and PJ Walker starting, and two of our like breakout quarterbacks and, and teams, teams just right down the toilet. Just dog shit. Just useless. 
Um, speaking of dog shit, Jared Goff is dog shit. Yeah, I've, a couple like weeks the ago, defense, I was, a couple weeks ago, I was Jared Goff's biggest supporter, and now I hope he crashes God. and burns. Okay, so it, this is to illustrate that because again, I feel like the defense played moderately well. Absolutely, Hutchinson had a great game. Uh, Pascal was back, and he looked really good. Um, they stuck uh, Jeff Okuda tackling machine. Fifteen tackles by Jeff Okuda. Um, he I normally, also played. I normally don't agree with Pacaputo on ninety-seven-one, but he, me- he mentioned moving Okuda to safety in the future because he's he's more free to roam and clean up more tackles like inside the box. First of all, I, I wouldn't hate that. First of all, I will not validate anything that Pacaputo says. That guy's a fucking moron. He is, but I, I mean, thinking about it, God, the the amount of, the amount of tread that guy gets out of. Just saying, SOL on the Lions are dog shit. Yeah. Like, that's his that's his career, yeah. right there. I mean, I'm not a big fan. Well, yeah. He's a that trash. Be the first He's thing I kind of complete kind of trash person. If I could wish death upon someone in radio, he'd be the first one. Okay, I've got you back on topics. You go back to what you're going to. Anyway, say. Akuda was play also played a lot. Uh, they did a lot of five three, and they lined him up at linebacker a fair amount in that game. Which is interesting because he's not. I mean, he's a big dude for a corner, but he's not like okay, big safety. overall. Safety. Okay, you need. They don't have two capable corners, and you want them to take their one capable not, corner and put them at safety. I, I said later in his career. God, yeah. Wait. Okay, what? Like, are, like in a couple of years, if we have comparable corners, you move him back. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about that in three years. Okay. Um, just to illustrate how bad Goff has been, uh, Jason Reisman on Twitter said, "Goff has not completed." A single pass over twenty six yards. Twenty six right? yeah. air yards on the season, and then you watch like uh, T J Lang was breaking down some of the pockets, and like he step up. He refuses to step up in the pocket. He had two different guys wide open, like ten yards past their corner, and just refused to throw the ball down the field because he wants to do his imaginary spin move where he doesn't actually spin anywhere. He just turns in a circle and still gets plowed by the defense. But he's anyway. not very athletic. Not a bit. And we should bring back Blake Bortles. Isn't he retired? Yeah, he just retired. He's also made... He Didn't he make like 40-something million dollars in yeah. the NFL? That's I mean, he was really good for like two years. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to... Time to lose some money. Let's yeah. make let's make the let's let's make the plays. Both three and two last week. Pretty Guess good. Us. Pretty good. I just got. I'm still trying to figure out how FIU was an underdog against Charlotte last week. Yeah. Because they won by like 15 points. Yeah. Just I think at one point I looked, FIU was up like 30 to nothing. I was like, how is this possible? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna continue to let my feelings just have no bearing on these college picks. So I'll okay. kick us off with college picks. Um. With 49% of the bets and 67% of the money, I am on FIU again. They are plus six and a half. Mm. This pick I hate, which makes me love it even more for the purposes of my picks. I'm on ND, getting the hook to plus three at Q's, who's having Mm. a great season. Notre Dame is 39% of the bets, 74% of the money. See, I feel like going with those stats with Notre Dame is skewed because of how many fucking people love Notre Dame. How that's many, true. How many it's, rich it's just people like, are like our alumni from there? They're probably putting a shitload of money on them. That's just true. Through those numbers. But to add to that, though, the fact that I hate this bet and yeah. I would bet Syracuse, that's gonna, I'm love that I'm on Notre Dame. Uh, Louisville plus four at home against Wake Forest. Forty nine percent of the bets, sixty seven percent of the money. Um, Kansas State at home against Okie State minus one and a half. 
uh, 32% of the bets, but 51% of the money. That's right in that sweet spot. Uh, South Bama at Arkansas State, minus 9.5, 40% of the bets, 79% of the money. And then the one that I crossed off because it's just too much money, but a huge gap. Oregon at Cal, Cal 17.5, getting 17.5, mm-hmm. 36% of the bets, 93% of the money. But that's just too much money, so I'm, much. I'm, out, I'm out on that one. Um, I'm in the other end of your Notre Dame Qs. Qs minus two and a half, not taking the hook there. Yep. Um, I mean, Syracuse, defense is fucking good. Great, big fan of great running backs. Their quarterback, they had a lot more RPO last week than usual. I think they can squeak one out, but also I don't think Notre Dame's any good. So Qs, Qs by a million. Uh, Oki State, Kansas State over 56. Oklahoma State just been an overs machine. Oh, yeah. Riding it. Love it. Uh, Tennessee minus 12 against Kentucky okay. at home. Should be a good game. Should be a good game. Uh, I Earlier this year, I've been just burned by Kentucky a couple times. They did win, I think I'm like one in three betting Kentucky. Give me Tennessee to really kind of pull away from... Aren't they, aren't they wearing their all-black uniforms? Yeah, those things, are, too? those things are sick. Brand new goalposts as well. Oh, so, shit. Man. Hey, new goalpost game? I mean, that's going to be a thing. Uh, and then we got... I mean, this this board I didn't like this week. It took, it took me a while to find some. Uh, Coastal Carolina plus two and a half oh, at Marshall. God, you're going back to them to get hurt. Going back to them. I just believe in, in their fair. quarterback and in their offense. If their defense can, like, play... Bottom third, maybe you know they could be undefeated still, but they're not. And then we already talked about it. MSU plus twenty three. Uh, I don't think I've bet MSU very much at all this year, which is good because you wouldn't, wouldn't have done. So I'm probably gonna much. go zero and five. That's how I feel. <laughs> okay. Um, rocks locks. Notre Dame plus three. He was four and four this week. Uh, he's taking Notre Dame plus three also, which I don't know how I feel about that. And then he j- actually just texted me while we were recording. Oh, he might be on tilt, but he also might be on to something. Because I bet the Bucks a lot, and I've been disappointed just thinking they're going to wake up. And Rock is on that tonight. Oh. He wants alternate line Bucks minus six and a half, Brady over two seventy eight and a half, and Evans over seventy yards for plus eight hundred. Okay, he's definitely on tilt. That's not getting posted. I'm getting on that. <laughs> I'm getting on that too. Anyway, NFL plays. I went two and two last week, uh, 14, 17, one on the year. Starting it off with the Thursday night game, Tampa Bay minus two, 30% of the bets, 52% of the money. And I will not lose faith in Tom Brady. It's something we were talking about with uh, in our group chat last week is these teams that are just feel like they're just. The lowest of yeah. lows. This is when you bet them. Like we're buying low on Tampa Bay. A couple of people hurt on Baltimore. We'll see what happens. A lot of a lot of injuries on Baltimore. Yeah. So I'm going against the the betting here because 33 percent of the bets, 55 percent of the money is actually on the Lions this week at home. I'm honestly shocked you haven't bet you weren't betting the Lions. I'm this taking week. Miami minus three and a half because I am trying to reverse the mojo. I am hoping that I am sacrificing a lost bet. For a Lions win, I just with the way their secondary is beat up, I don't know how they can cover both Waddle and Hill. Yeah, I agree. But we'll see. Maybe they can get pressure on Tua and make him go full Tua and 
not even have fingers to throw because concussed, make him go full concussion. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna take the Raiders minus one at Dang New Orleans. I think yes. the Raiders are running the ball really well, and I think they're gonna start to get on a roll here. Um, again, buying teams low after a bad loss to the Bears at home on Monday night. I'm taking New England minus three at the Jets, and then dip of the week. Mm. Tennessee at Houston, moving them to plus seven and a half. Philly is at home on, I believe, Sunday Night Football against Pittsburgh. They're minus a half. That moves them to minus a half. And then the uh, London game, Denver and Jacksonville. Sound like you're from London. Moving that over down to 29 and a half, which I'm still afraid that that still won't hit in the Denver-Jacksonville game. I'm fully expecting like a 16-13 game and hits 29. So... Oh, that, a couple other ones that I didn't take that I think are really interesting. Yeah, is, like when we started talking before the pod, you like I think you yeah. have like almost every NFL game. I kind of like Arizona plus three and a half at Minnesota, but I stayed off that one. Um, I don't understand why the Giants are plus three against Seattle. I mean, are they at Seattle? It's at Seattle, but the Giants are Giants are six and one. They're, they are going cross country, but I kind of like my odds getting three with this team right now, and then. With Sam Ellinger starting for Indy, I'm going to bet Washington plus three. That's going to be a terrible game, but I'm going to bet Washington plus three. I don't know. I think they got a pickup off that win at Green Bay, and I think I think they're actually better with Heineke than they are with with Carson Wentz. Well, it's I think everyone on that team hates Carson Wentz. I mean, Carson Wentz is just a gamer. He sucks. He's god-awful. He's a winner. The Super Bowl. Anyway. Oh, I did see something about Matt Ryan, though. It was... uh, He was the starting quarterback for... Oh, God. Boston College? No, no, no. For the Colts. It was how long he was the Colts quarterback. It was like 28 weeks and three days or something like that. I'm like, he can't... 28 weeks? They've only played eight games. From when he signed or something like that. It was like, he's been the quarterback for 28 weeks and... In three oh, days, okay, twenty-eight okay. to three, he yeah, can't he okay. can't escape it. Now I get where you're going with that. Yeah. I was like twenty-eight weeks. Anyway, what the fuck are you talking about? That's all I got. I got a round at um, where am I playing? Sycamore lined mm-hmm. up for for Saturday, and then I, we got Michigan, Michigan State. So yeah. Halloween weekend. Yeah, get a costume. No, no. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's a Lions fan on Sunday. You're a loser. I guess. We'll see how it goes. Well, everybody, enjoy Halloween. Enjoy the football. And if you're playing golf, you know what to do. Keep it under 100. When you grab all your buds and you're about to hit the links. When you take out a club and you're about to hit a swing. What you gonna do? Shit, what you mean? Keep it under, keep it under, under 100. 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 We keep it under 100.